to get your helmets on because it's gonna get rough in here. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for John, Ken, and Mark, the Detroit Sports Authority. to the Detroit Sports Authority using the, the Sony headphones. There we go, as opposed to the Sennheisers of, of normal because what's in boxes today? But what's in boxes is not in a box anymore. Hello, Kenny. How are you doing, Mr. Pocket? I'm doing well. Hopefully we uh, can stay that off for some time. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in our age. Yeah, that's the last thing we want to hear. It's about a box. But what we do want to hear is... Uh, a show from Sporting Land that is not bought and paid for by anybody. We do have the highest standards here. We don't have the FCC. We do follow the DMCA rules, and sometimes language may get a little salty, and if it does... That's right, because we have the highest standards, but we may not have the cleanest language. (laughs) All opinions expressed within the show today is somebody else's and not ours, so don't bother us. Um... Not everybody. I think that's it. All right, but talking about everybody, I, could you do any more, and not you, Mr. Pocket, but could the Lions do any more lioness kind of thing, but win? Or, or, you know, but here's the story. It's like, yeah, they won, yeah, they won. But did you... Oops, ouch. You just killed your mouse. Yeah, I know. Mouse is like dead. Dead, Fred. It's like, um, have you ever seen... A quarterback want to badly retire. Oh, it was sad. Ooh, I'm telling you. I mean, when we saw, you know, the Green Bay quarterback, Mr. Rogers, Mr. Rogers, you know, and all of a sudden you you kind of see he's throwing stuff that he characteristically would never throw, you know, and then whose problem was that? They have no talent. They, I mean, Green Bay should not have scared you for two years. The only reason why they scared anybody is because there's nobody else better. Yeah. You know, in, in the central north. All right. But now you have Minnesota that's... Uh, How? I, I, th- I think it's smoke and mirrors. You know, it, Big it's, time. It's kind of funny because the Lions made this trade. They trade Hawkinson over there, right? That's it. And, that ruins everything now. And, you know, you've got that conditional pick in 24. And the condition is whether or not the Vikings win a playoff game. I looked at that and said, 
Your quarterback is Kirk Cousins. Should not win anything. You aren't going to win a playoff game because any big games that he's in, he just falls apart. Yeah, I mean, he's Carson Wentz without the cool last name. I was going to compare him to Jeff George. Ooh, Remember nice him? Sir. Another yeah. Vikings quarterback who melted when the uh, heat turned up. You would almost have to go all the way back to Fran before you, you could find a dependable quarterback from Minnesota. I can't think of anybody else that, that was decent. Randall Cunningham. Uh, Warren Moon. Liked them better in uh, Seattle and Philadelphia, yeah. but okay. Yeah, Warren, yeah, but Warren Moon was just... Uh, you know, there for a cup of coffee. I don't remember him being there all that long. But it's like, how does anybody win, including MSU, including the Commanders? How does anybody win with Kirk Cousins? How does anybody pay him? How does he do it? And he's making a ton of money. Whew! Did you see this last contract? Yes, sir, he's making a ton of money. And it's like, um, okay, but it's, it's kind of like a carousel. You know, two, three horses are down, one's up. Okay, so here's your time, Minnesota. Yeah, you did 7-1. Yeah, you got a pretty good strength of schedule. You've been beating some people. But how? Yeah, you're, you're waiting. This is almost like the Los Angeles Dodgers. You know, win 5,000 games during the regular season, go into the post, and it's like, <coughs> you know, how does it feel, boys? You know, I can't breathe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh, Sue and I were watching a little bit of the um, the Tampa Bay and Rams game. Just because I, I <coughs> even now, even though you know who's on the Rams, you know, I, 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 I yell for anybody to crush them. Crush them! You know, look at that delicious elbow all taped up. Can't somebody put this guy out of his misery? But you kind of go, this is everything that we saw. And he's almost like a Kirk Cousin kind of thing. Boy, you know, for all the hype and all the adulation that he received last year. And, you know, I'll tip my cap. They won the Super Bowl, right? they did. But now he doesn't have all the toys. He doesn't have the running game. He doesn't have the protection from the offensive line. Oh, by the way, we'll have the soundboard back, too, in the new place. Oh, cool. Okay. Here's an interesting statistic. Yes. The Rams yes. have the fewest points scored of any team in the NFC. Really? Dead last. Yes. Really? Yep. God, I would have thought Atlanta. Well, let's call that AFC or NFC. NFC, yep. Wow. Lowest scoring offense in the NFC. Well, good news for them. and But thank because they don't have Cooper Cup or whatever, Cup of Coffee, whoever he is. Well, he played. Yeah, I know, but he's not doing... What's he doing? You know? I mean, he's... Everyone... Once you win a big title, everyone's got the target on your back. And you kind of let down a bit. Yeah, and not only did you let down a little bit, but you don't have anywhere to trade up. You don't... I mean, really, you're deadlocked in now, kiddies, for years. And if you... Thank God you got... You know, let's do this as a Detroit Tiger. Yay, you won in 84. You sold your soul. You know, okay. I, I still like Doyle Alexander. I said that was a great trade. But if you're L.A., you know, you sold your soul for years. And this team ain't getting no younger. And I don't know who the backup quarterback is for the Rams, but good news who's starting next year. You know, and you still have to pay Stafford. And you have no draft picks. 
And here's the thing with the team with its cap tied up with Stafford, with the lack of draft picks, mm-hmm. okay? At what point do you have some of the veteran players on the Rams starting to want out? Either they retire or yep. they want to trade or whatever. You think Aaron Donald's going to sit there forever and just play on a team that has no hope going anywhere? Oh, you got Vaughn. Vaughn, baby. Oh, he's gone. Do, 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 to finish. You got Vaughn, baby, that already vavooshed. Yep. Yep. You know, and so it's like, um, okay, you know, wherever your happy trails take yeah. you. But now if you got down, you know, a- as good as he is, how much longer does he have on his? Or does he do a Stafford and walk right into the big house and say, I want out. Yeah. And then then where you go. But then again, you say, but you know what? We'll always have 2021. Well, in theory, 2022. You know, we'll always have the Super Bowl ring, and that and buys you will. Sports. And you will. Yeah, that's fine. Well, you you did what you accomplished. Yes. And that's all you did. And so, if you're the Detroit Tigers, you can keep on that 2022 Super Bowl ring for four decades. Say, so, hey, remember then? You know, can you imagine? I mean, that would be the equivalent of winning in 2022, and then what? It would have to be uh, 2062. <laughs> 2062, yeah. and we'd be remembering the good old days of 2022. But I'll tell you, you know, the way Stafford's playing this year, I wish these people would pull out their jerseys where it's half Lions and half Rams. Yeah. Because, boy, it sure looks familiar this year, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, this is like, because it was, no, really, you know, yeah, okay, you, you got our old girlfriend, and she was never like this. Now you get to see the cracks in the armor. You know, and now you get to see why she was such a psychopath. Yeah. And then it's like, well, she fooled you all, didn't she? And we kept saying, no, 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 no. But, you know, everybody fell in love with her. Peace out. Now this is what you got. So now all these people that had, you know, one Stafford way, you know, when they renamed all those streets and stuff like that. Gee, Kelly, who are you going to be bitching about now? You know, how many, are you going to go to L.A. radio now and start, my husband, you guys are picking on him. <laughs> but you know what? Stafford's out there, and Stafford is what he is. He we is. got Jared Goff here, and Jared Goff is what he is, too. Yeah, but we're going to get that first-round pick, which is now going to be almost, now, you idiots, chances are good, and we've said this on this program since the beginning of the season, you can beat everybody in your division. You know, you can beat, I mean, everybody in, yeah. You can beat the Bears. That's two wins. You can beat Green Bay. That's two wins. No, because Green Bay always lets up. I mean, the weird thing is this year, in December, they're going to have nobody. Normally, they coast on that last game with Detroit. We don't care if we win or lose. We're going to rest everybody. Now, do you try to save face and add another win in that column now that you're playing at their place? Do you bring everybody and just let it all loose? You know? Because I'll tell you something. You know, people are starting to hyperventilate a little bit. Oh, they were in the number one position for the draft. Now oh, here we go. You know, hey guys, listen to this. Have you looked at Houston's schedule? No. Uh, it's it's nasty going forward. Houston will be the number one pick. Okay. It's all nasty the, going forward. Meaning what? Atlanta. We, Atlanta. No, 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 no. Oh, they're playing some. They're playing some damn good teams. Kansas City and. I mean, just some nasty teams. So uh, it, they're they're not. I, I I'm not sure they're going to win another game. Houston? Yeah, their schedule's terrible going forward. 
Well, Detroit doesn't. Well, but Detroit's got some soft games coming up toward the end. You got Carolina, you got Green Bay. So, I mean, they may end up with five or six wins, which, and again, at the beginning of the season, I looked at them and I said, I think this is a six-win team, but I think they're going to end up probably two and seven at the start. Well, I mean, it's kind of looking that way now. Yeah. So But now, take a look at, at where we thought, you know, turkey time was going to be, if, if Josh isn't ready to go for Buffalo, that's going to make it an interesting it, game. It could, yes. You know, I mean, that could be a pick em. I mean, to me, the Chicago game, that's a pick em. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, but Chicago is in such disarray. But yeah. they got a, a quarterback that can run. Yeah. And that's one thing Detroit's, you know, don't be excited because you held, the, you know, Green Bay to 15 points. Nine. Or, yeah, that's right, because yeah. they have 15-9. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't be excited about that whatsoever. I mean, you got to go. I would say Aaron Rodgers... It has been wobbly for years, and his brain is total Elon Musk now. What the <laughs> hell happened here? But I'll tell you this. I, I look at the Lions' defense, and I don't really care as a unit how they perform, but they have some guys out there making plays now, okay? And as part of your teardown-slash-rebuild, thank you very much. Uh, nice, got them all in. One of the things that I'm looking at is, are you adding pieces? And I think the answer is, yeah, you're adding pieces. You have a lot more pieces to add, but you have some pieces that are looking like they'd be part of the uh, long-term solution. Yeah, but here's the scoop. <coughs> How long does a long-term solution want to stay? I mean, it's kind of like, like Donald. You know, you look around and you go, <coughs> you know, I'm good, nobody else is, so I'm splitting. Okay, now that just put, tumbles you back. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it, you have to, at some point, start winning games. And, uh, you know, we're not there yet because, like Sheila explained, you have to have patience, yes, right? You have to have patience. Like, gee, thank you for telling me what I have to do. I just, I look at this and I go, you know... This team was never going to be good this year. And I don't care what you saw on Hard Cox. It gave you a boner. But, uh, you know, all the testosterone you throw around in the offseason, it's the offseason. And, uh, that's why they call it the offseason. Yeah, Nobody's right. there. That's right. So if, if you get to the point where you say, oh, oh, they're going to win 10 games this year. Well, why? I don't understand that. But going forward to next year, you know, again, you've got the Lions pick, which should be a, one of the top five picks. You got the Rams pick, which God help you, it might be a top ten pick at this point. You know, we'll see what happens. Early teens, easy. Yeah. Okay, then who else do you have? And then you got your your second round pick, which should be a high second round pick. Minnesota's, which would be somewhere toward the bottom of the second round, and you got a third round pick. So you got five picks, probably in the first seventy picks or so. Do we in get invoke the uh, Ken Pocket theory? Go for it. It ain't where it's who. But I think with Holmes, the way he drafts, I think the who is a hell of a lot better than we've seen here for a while. The question is who coaches so low. The question is who coaches him. That's Oh, this a, one. Yeah. Sheila will not let this guy go. Oh, I know. You know. But you can't learn on the job. But here's the story. You know who makes him look like a genius? Go to, to uh, see the Colts. Oh, my God, yes. How, do, how did you do this? Why did you do this? You know, I mean, really, I wish the guy's name was anything else but Saturday. You know, I mean, that's kind of a badass well, last name to have. In but college, fine, but not in the pros. Mm. 
She needs something. Needs, Doing that too. She, she should call him Sunday. <laughs> that's that's what he married. It's Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Yeah. It, it's amazing to me that nobody ever accused any owner of being a genius. No. You just have to have money. Yeah. And a big ass ego. I give you Robert Kraft. Yeah. You know. However, if why Irze, did you do this? You know, why did you pick this guy? And he didn't even know he was part of the running. Nobody in ESPN knew that he was part of the running. And now you got Dan Olszewski, Olowski, or whatever his name is. You know, he wants to say, hey, take me with you. Yeah. Uh, let's go back there, Danny Boy, and figure out what your biggest accomplishment was in the NFL. You stepped out of the end zone. Yeah, which is down. almost incredibly yeah. hard to do. You know, if you played the game for more than 10 days whatsoever. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now you got all that crazy crap down. So now you have Campbell look like a genius, like, you know, he's Scotty Bowman of... Because, you know, oh, look, he's... At least he was, uh, you know, with with uh, Miami, you know, and at least he won three games in two seasons in Detroit, you know, a little more than that, but... You know, it's really but from here on forward, the Lions are two and six. Yes. Okay. So you can win two games in Chicago, four and six. You can win the other Green Bay game, five and six. And this crowd is gonna be going crazy around here. And then comes reality. And I think the sixth win will be Carolina. So you end up the season. Six and eleven, which is where I had figured them at the beginning of the year. Gee, no surprise, right? Yeah, but now everyone's going to go. But look at that man! They doubled their win count. They're really going up. Okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. Six wins gets you all excited. Well, you know what? Maybe you get on hard cocks again this year. Here's the story: if if you if six wins and a pro level gets you excited, you're not a fan. No, you have no fucking idea what what football is all about, son. Yeah, you're you're following a cult. That's all you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because what happens if next time around it's seven wins? Well, it's better than last year. Yeah, we're making right. progress. You just wasted three years, and in the NFL, they can't give you. They try to give you wins. Look at this this But I'm telling you God for awful thing. I'm telling you these people you hear some of this crap, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, you got to get you got to move on from Jared Goff next year cuz he's going to make 30 million dollars next year, right? You're going to get. Okay. If you cut him after this year, his cap hits 10. Dead cap is 10, okay? Okay. So let's say that you draft another quarterback, but you don't want to put him in right away, so you're going to bring in a veteran quarterback to start at the beginning of the year. Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. How about Andy Dalton? Do you know what Andy Dalton's making this year? How much? $16 million. Andy Dalton is? So you're going to bring in an Andy Dalton, pay him $16 million. You have a dead cap hit of 10. That equals 26, 26 versus 30. I'd rather have Dalton. I don't think it matters a hell of a lot. I'd rather have Teddy Bridge, Bridgestone. <laughs> Bring back John Kitna. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You know, maybe we should do. Maybe we should look up. You know, Detroit quarterbacks <coughs> since since Landry. You know, oh, Landry boy. and Munson. You know, which were arguably serviceable <coughs> quarterbacks when football mattered. You know. 
and then where I mean from starting from like Chuck Long forward, you know. Oh boy, you know like Stony Case and uh, Joe Ferguson and. Good uh, Lord! Yeah, when Joe oh Ferguson boy. was going to be the big deal. Yeah, you know? he was actually serviceable. Yeah, and that's basically all he was. Yeah. He was competitive. Yeah. You know, but that was, I mean, and then... Rodney uh, Pete. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, here we go. Here's here's the thing where Detroit died beyond 1963 in November when the Ford family bought it. When you bought into the stretch and shoot, you know, oh, my God. You know, don't get anybody named Mouse Davis. Don't get anybody named June. Don't get any man named June. You know, just because, you know, he's coming from a weird-ass family. You know, right away. So, okay, your product, your environment. That was, I mean, they never came back from the Chuck Long years. They never came back from the run and shoot. You know, they, they just never got, I, 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 did you understand the run and shoot whatsoever? Well, I mean, it was a uh, it was a wide open spread offense, but it, did, it didn't have much success at the NFL level, did it? No, I mean, it was almost like Buffalo when they had Kelly as a quarterback. You know, just run out, I'll throw it. Yeah. You know, and so now, now if you got Josh Allen that is going to go on the DL for that arm for a year. Wow, Buffalo is just like and now, like we said before, it's competitive on, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, because Buffalo's good, but the makes it good is the kid could scramble, throw, run. They don't have a backup. Yeah, I mean, where's where's uh, Bridgewater playing nowadays? Teddy. Ooh, I'll have to put the intern on that one. But you know, the really funny thing is too that can you bring back Fitzmagic? He's hanging around. He ain't doing nothing. Has he signed this year? I don't think he signed with anybody besides maybe Schick. I mean, get that beard off there, son. Uh-huh. Unless that you're going to try to like play for ZZ Top, I'm not sure what else you need there. However, this would be kind of fun, actually, to take a look at uh, Detroit Lions quarterbacks. I mean, should we pick a year? I mean, let's see. Munson, Landry, 68, I would say, 68, 69. Um... So basically, all we have to do, you know, if we take a look at, at the fabulous books and say, name all the Detroit Lions quarterbacks from 1968 to present. Teddy Bridgewater is with Miami. It's with Miami? Yep. Okay. Ooh, that's what we need. We need Milt Plum. There you go. All right, let's try to remember all the ones that we could possibly do. Uh, and Teddy Bridgewater's making seven point two five million. Really, with my aunt? oh, that's right because he's got to go behind Tua. Yeah, Tua, Tua, Tua. All right, all right. So let's take a look. You want to take from Bill Munson and Landry um, played until nineteen seventy together. Mm-hmm. All right. So then you had Landry. Well, actually, it was, it was Greg Landry only from seventy one, seventy two, and then they tried it went back. To 73, where so they were the both doing the same. Play, backup didn't play at all then. Yeah, no, and then it was Greg, Greg Landy in 74, and then they tried to bring in Joe Reed oh, yeah. in 75. And so they went back to Greg Landry and Joe Reed in the bicentennial year. 
All right, so now, ba ba ba, this is where things get a little bit sketchy for for quarterbacks. You got in 1977, you got Greg Landry, Gary Danielson, and Joe Reed. But then, uh, why don't we just go to Gary Danielson in '78 and Greg Landry, and that's it. So now, you move on in 1979 to Jeff Comlow. Jeff Comlow, yes, that was a dandy. And he was so good, you went back to Danielson in 80, 81, was Eric Hippel. Oh, yes. Hell yeah, man. 81, 82, 83. Gary Danielson's still playing a little bit there. Uh, Eric Hippel actually went all the way up to the Chuck Long year in 86. And then 87, Chuck Long and Todd Hans. Todd Hans started oh, three remember, games. I don't remember him. But you'll remember in 1988, Rusty Hilger. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fuck yeah, man. And then it was like, look at this, 89, Rodney Pete and Eric Hippo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 1990, Andre Ware. Yeah, remember that pass he threw. You know, he, he steps back for a pass, throws the ball, and it bounces like eight feet in front of him. Here's Look at this lineup. Rodney Pete, Bob Galliano. Mm-hmm. And Andre Ware. Pete and Andre Ware. Good Lord. 91, Pete and Eric Kramer. 92. Yep, that was the year they won the uh, playoff game. Yep. With Eric Kramer. Oh, Eric Kramer. Rodney Pete started 10 games in 92. Eric Kramer started three. Andre Ware, three. And then they did the same thing in 93. 94, you see David Craig come in here for yep. seven. And you also see the beginning of the Scott Mitchell years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those wonderful Scott Mitchell years. Yeah, that lasted all the way to 97. <laughs> or 98, you got Frank Reich, <laughs> Scott Mitchell, and Charlie Hi-oh. Batch. <laughs> the <Charlie>. third Reich. <laughs> yeah, really. The wrong Reich. Uh, Charlie Batch and Stoney Case. Yeah. You know, Ty Detmer. Mike McMahon. How did we get his brother? <laughs> All right, and then the darkness with Harkness. Here comes 2002 with Joey Blue Skies yeah. and Mike McMahon. Joey Blue Skies, they rode him till you got Jeff Garcia in 2005. 2006, John Kitna. For 2006, 2007, 2008 shows you Don, Dan Oleski. Dante Culpepper, who I thought still was pretty good at the time. His knees were shot. About dead. 2009 sees um, Dante Culpepper, Drew Stanton. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. And then the Matthew Stafford era. But then, here's a crazy thing. Sean Hill started 10 games in 2010. Matthew Stafford only did three. And and Stanton only three. And then it was Stafford with no backup. All the way from 2011 to present day. Whee! Go figure that one out, eh? Yikes. Yeah, considering that Dave Craig lost in, in 91, or 94, I should say, and Gus Farratt. There we go. Lost you one in, in 99, so well, there kind, you are. Kind of interesting. I was listening to the uh, the Big Mouth Italian on the uh, radio the a uh, couple days ago, and he made a comment... Where in terms of drafting a quarterback, he says, unless I get the pick of the litter, I'm really nervous. 
Who's the pick of the letter? The pick of the letter is the top quarterback drafted in any given year. And his uh, partner basically took a Kent Pocket position. Which is, if you take a look at the results of that, it's pretty abysmal. You've got guys that are coming out mid er, er, earlier to mid first round that are hitting and these guys with all the hype they're coming out one and two the results ain't necessarily there okay so yeah. you look at the, this draft coming up and you know the big hype is with uh between young and stroud don't ever take and stroud. you look at young and he you know he's listed at 6-0 and everyone looks like a, no, more like 5-10 well, how in the hell do you see anything when you're five goddamn ten on an NFL field? I trot out somebody from Boston College that actually won in the NFL. Doug Flutie. Yep. Right. Okay. That's one. How many more do you want? I don't know, but I'm just saying. I'm looking at it going, yeah, okay. That's something I think I'd shy away from at least... That early in the first round. Would you rather have a 5'10 quarterback or a quarterback out of Ohio State, the Ohio State? And the answer is maybe I want either, don't want either one of them. Now, if I'm sitting there and I've got a top five pick, my own pick, mm-hmm. and I got, a, I got a Rams pick sitting there, maybe 10, 12, 14. Do I hear that bundle? Maybe I use that, that Rams pick take a guy who goes a little bit later in the first round, like the guy out of Tennessee, or maybe Will Levis, maybe I take a flyer on one of them. Well, take a look at all those years when Tua came out. and I mean, you had four solid... I can't think of four big quarterbacks, especially last year. <coughs> Figure out how the Steelers are feeling today. Great idea, guys. You know, I mean, I would take a barrel full of money. I mean, just a wheelbarrow with, like, hundreds flying off like leaves and go up to Roethlisberger's house and go, look, you got four more games in you, just four. You know, we'll pay you all this money. We'll put it in pennies. We'll fill up your back room. You can run around naked in it if you so desire. You know, but somehow small hands ain't making it. You know, uh-huh. and then Chicago's still laughing their ass off. You really think that Mitch was going to do something? You know, he doesn't do anything anywhere he goes. He's not, there's, you know, I, I give you the fine friend that, you know, that that Urban Meyer had for so long as a quarterback. And he was, if you just spent 20 minutes with him, your life would be so much better. He's not an NFL quarterback. He also wasn't an a MLB, you know. Well, here's baseball here, player. But here's, the thing, here's the thing I'm looking at. People are knocking the kid out of Tennessee. Okay, he's older. He's 23. Older than what? Well, he's older than the 22 year old guy that's uh, <laughs> you're supposed to be hyping. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I look at that. I say if I can use like a t- number 12 pick at a quarterback, I'm not necessarily so invested in this guy because he's the anointed one. Yeah. He's the Messiah coming out of college this year because we always, every year, have to have a Messiah coming out of college yeah. and has to be anointed with oil. No, sorry. You know, you take a guy like him, you take a flyer on him. But you know what? If three years, two, three years down the road you decide he ain't in it, buy somebody else will pay us to take him on and we'll move on and try it again. And the new wrinkle also is, why do I leave 
Texas A&M, why do I leave Tennessee if I'm getting NIL money? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. if I'm getting millions already, pff, this is an uh-huh. easy gig. Yeah. You know, and I'll go out first round anyways, but if I can stay here, get guaranteed NIL money, you know, make uh-huh. $40, 50000000 million in college, you know, and then if I go to the pros, I'll go out high and then sign, but I'm going to be on a rookie deal anyway, yep. so... Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why not just stay in college, gather all the money you can? I mean, the whole thing about, and the NBA is still the worst about this, one and done. So you can go get that NBA cash, you know, but now you're getting NIL money. Why bother? Yeah, pretty much. Unless you're at Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. Uh, Can I have some NIL money? Nope. (laughs) Yeah. You're lucky to be here. Okay. You know, how much money are people in Tennessee? I mean, Tennessee is an interesting football team this year. Very interesting. Yes. I mean, did you see that one coming? No, nope, not at all. No. I'm still looking at Wake Forest going, come on, come on. Because Wake Forest are, is always there. Oregon is kind of like always there. Texas A&M, just because they got a cool name. Rutgers, great name for a college football team, crappy team. However, held Detroit. I mean, held Michigan pretty tight there first half. Yeah, yeah. No, come on, upsets. Well, Michigan hasn't really shown the ability to play a full sixty minutes. No, no. I mean, they're ranked third. It's only because people lost in front of them. That's yeah, it. Not yeah. on their own merit. Yeah. You know, but I'm not real wild about. It. I mean, last weekend was upsets galore. And it was like, whee! Okay, just checking in. It's Hendon Hooker is the quarterback for Tennessee. And, uh, yeah, he's uh, 23 years old. And Who? Hendon Hooker. And my point is, if he's Hendon a guy... Hooker. Yeah, and if he's a guy that they're shying away from because he's 23 years old, and so he drops in the draft to like 12 or so, and you're sitting there at 12... That's a take, I'd, man. I'd take his ass. Ooh. And you know what I would do? I would hang out of Jared Goff because I won't have any problem after five or six games of pushing his butt onto the bench and bringing the rookie out. Yeah, and then you got to already you got to back up that already knows yep. stuff. And then at the end of that year, you can shove uh, Jared Goff out the door, and it's a five million dollar dead cap hit. Okay, sounds like a plan to me. That is, if you can get somebody at twelve. Right. Now, if Hooker goes at 11 and you're sitting at 12, well, okay, figure something else out. But, you know, my, my point is you don't have to buy into the hype. You don't have to panic. You let a guy like that come to you. Because why? Because guys do slide. I mean, where did uh, where did Justin Fields go in the draft? Number two. Ten. I know. Ten. Who went number two in that draft? Do you remember? Who was number two? Uh, he certainly is number two. Isn't That's he? what I'm saying. A bunch of number two. <laughs> Zach Wilson? Yeah, he's not doing much. How about number one? Who was number one that year? Do you remember? Does anybody want to go Tra- on? Trevor Lawrence. How's he yeah. doing? Eh, nothing special, right? How about number three in that draft? Trey Lance. Well, he just kind of died, I think. Yeah, I mean, you feel <laughs> bad about that one. Because but, but, I mean, all the hype and you had one, two, three go- quarterbacks going, what do you got to show for it? 
Well, it, here comes the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Well, it's only they're they're brand new. They're learning a new system. It's faster than college. Blah blah blah. Let me give you that three year. Yeah, he's a crappy coach, but let's give him three years to see what he can do. No, you know you're right. That whole quarterback class that came out, none of them are doing anything. Zero. Well, Fields is doing pretty good, and Ma- with what? Mac, Mac Jones up and down. Yeah. Well, and. Unless you want to show what your mom and her hot friends look like. <laughs> what a fucked up uh, thing that yeah, was. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. You know, but okay. But even then so. But my point, again, is all the hype, all the crap that you hear about the quarterback. And you're sitting there with Jared Goff, and really the question is we need to upgrade the position. We don't need to find the next goddamn Tom Brady. We don't need to find the next Peyton Manning. We need to upgrade the position. Okay. I would like to find a Roethlisberger. Big, tall, accurate, can stay there for 11 years. Where did, was he drafted in the first round? One. Twelve. Same thing. How about Mahomes? Ten. Yeah, I mean, but he's... Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I think, was eight. Yeah, but Josh Allen, Jesus. I mean, that was another Mac Jones thing. It, it was like, you're supposed to be great. How long did it take you to be uh-huh. great? You know, and it's like, okay... But now you're seeing even that kid from Cincinnati, you know, that was drafted out. Wow. And and look how much everybody was killing to get him. Uh Uh-huh. This whole quarterback draft class, including the kid from Pitt. Uh-huh. Penn State, I mean, bam. Well, Malik Willis is starting for Tennessee. Not letting him do anything, but he is starting. Boom. Sam Howell sitting there in uh, Washington. Board. Looking at uh, looking at the Heineke play, it's like, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the, the number one, the only, uh, only game you want, ever want to watch this weekend is, is got to be the clown show of wherever the Colts are playing. <laughs> I mean, you know what? The, the ratings are going to be through the roof with that one. Just to see, I mean, what's your playbook? Go run, throw the ball. Hike the ball, give it to your running back, hope something happens. I mean, what playbook do you, you use? I mean, and especially now, you normally you bring a quarter, uh, a coordinator or something that's already in the system, already knows stuff, and the transition's okay. You bring a guy out of the broadcast booth? You know what that's called, don't you? Stupidity. Tank. Big tank. Tank. Big tank. You need a quarterback, and you're going to get as high a draft pick as you can. Because why? Because you want the kid with that five foot ten. Yeah, and that's who they would draft. And, you know, you're so smart, aren't you? Because their GM over there in Indy is about as dumb as a stone can be, you know, in our opinion. Oh, you know? I know. We're going to take Carson Wentz because he failed in Philadelphia, but we'll make it work here. Oh, we had to get rid of Carson Wentz. We'll bring in Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan's 48 years old. And, uh, go, sit was, go sit down. What was the whole thing? I mean, why did you get all these retread names? You know, I mean, that was supposed to do something. But, oh, talk about retread names. Did you see which fine Detroit Tigers went for... Uh, free agency? Come yeah. on, Mr. Norris. Hi uh, now. I mean, look, jerk. You're lucky that these guys gave you a shot this year. You know, and if you think you're all that, that you can go on the free agency, peace. 
You know, I want to see who picks you up. You were washed up and washed out. You, the only reason why you stayed on on the Tiger team is because they lost almost the same as much as they lost in a record-setting year. You know, you're not good at all. And Chafin's gone. Thank God, thank God. Goodbye. You know, I mean, great picture and stuff. Can't stand the hair. It's got to go. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't happen anymore. But, I mean, it's like, all right, so you got these two guys already filing. You know, I, I have to admit something here, though. You know a lot more about the Tigers at this point than I do because because you watched a lot of the games. Because mm-hmm. you have Kind of got to do that, yeah. Because you have a big baseball fan that you're watching the games with, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched almost nothing of this team because <laughs> I was so disgusted, annoyed, bored. Yeah. Uh, just... Ugh, I couldn't stand it. And, you know, not only that, but if I made the mistake of leaving the sound up yeah. and I had to listen to the announcers, it made it even worse. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing here for me. And, in fact, I'm feeling that way about baseball anymore. And I was the biggest baseball fan out there. Mm. But I look at it and I go, you know, we just played the World Series, right? And it was Houston against... Uh, yeah. Uh, the Phillies, that's right. And who did I want to win? Uh, uh, mm. nah, not really. <laughs> Just like when the All-Star game comes to your town. And so what? Yeah. You know, baseball was good when they had the game of the week, Kurt Gowdy, and away you went. Or Joe Gargiola. On the other side. Okay, great. But now, and it was just like, I think it, the Atlantic, if I'm not mistaken, brought it out. It was like, you have no star. You have no starring. Before, you can name all the pitchers, can name all the starting pitchers, and the ones that were really good and the ones who are not. Now, you barely have, and we were talking about this the other night, now you barely have any starter going to the fifth inning, you know? Nobody gets excited, and then it's a, a it's a parade of one inning, you know, musical mm-hmm. chair faces. Who cares about the the sixth inning setup, man? Nobody, right? And uh, oh boy, here comes Hector Neris into the game to pitch the seventh inning. It's like who? Really? Click. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, at one time you would, if you had ever be uh, a reliever, it was because you needed it. Yeah. You know, and there was like some kind of embarrassment for uh, a, a big arm to leave. But then again, you knew who was good. And here, here comes John here's, Hiller. And Yay. here's the other thing. You know, a, a, a team would have like five guys in the bullpen, right? Yeah. So you knew who they were. And an ace. Now you got 14 guys in the bullpen. Yeah. It's like, well, they, they cast of thousands. I mean, come on. And they could pick anyone out of a, any of them out of a lineup. And that's basically what they do. Yeah. You know, your starting pitchers are three. And the rest of your staff is middle inning guys. I mean, so much so with with the Tampa Bay thing is start your your relievers first, and then go towards your, you know, your frontline people. It's just screwed up. Nobody cares. I can't get emotionally involved in anybody yeah. because I don't root for anybody because I don't root for anybody who pitches five innings. Yeah, and then still sucks. Yeah, what's the point? I mean. It's the whole point, Kenny, is like, well, that's a billion-dollar arm, and if he only pitches six games, six innings per game, then we can stretch him out. And so he'll be fresh in September. Is that Was that the thought of it? No, the thought of it is, if you look statistically, 
<coughs> most p starting pitchers do their best the first time through the lineup. There's some fall off second time through True. the lineup. Mm -hmm. Third time through the lineup is frequently a train wreck. Okay? So that's what they're looking at. If we could get six innings out of the guy, going past that may not work out well. Guy's starting to get tired. They've seen him a couple times. Eh. So let's bring a fresh arm in, somebody who throws a little differently and, you know, change things up. That's or it the, sucks. That's the thought behind it. Does it make sense? Well, yeah, it makes sense, but it's a less watchable product. Yeah, by far it is. You know, and down to the point where it's now you got all these cockamamie rules of a guy starts on second base. I don't want that. No. Who asked for that? Yeah. You know, and it's like now we got to like tow down to millennials. Oh, we got to speed up the game. We got No, you don't. It's America's pastime. You know, you sit back, you know you got nine innings, you know that you have 27 outs, and there you go. You don't have a clock, you don't have the timeout, you don't have anything. Three outs, change sides. And you know what? You think, well, okay, there's a, a simple solution. You turn this thing into a home run contest, right? Deaden the ball. They deadened the ball and the league collapsed. Yeah. Right, yeah. It's like, okay, well, what's going on here now? Well, it's just like Detroit. Pardon me. Thinking about bringing in the fences. Well, you bring in the fence for you. You bring in the fence for everybody. Yeah. You know. So the, the you know when when Cleveland comes into town and smacks one out that almost would have gone out. Well, now will go out. You know you don't have Tigers don't have a lineup of hitters. You know that's just saying that we have a shitty team. If you got to bring in the fences, nobody brings in the fences. Yeah. You know, that just says that now you got more pressure on your pitchers, which you don't have good pitchers at all. Yeah. And even everybody coming back from Tommy John well, you and you did whatever. have good pitchers, but they're all injured. Yeah. And so now, how well are they going to come back? Because you used to have a bunch of, of fireballers, and now, you know, you're going to do the total Frank Tanana thing. <laughs> you know, I'm going to show yeah. you how I can throw a fastball at 31 miles per hour. <laughs> You know, I mean, you might as well just bring in your, your shortstop. Did they do away with that this year? That you can't have position players pitch? Yeah, I think so. Hooray. Yeah. Between that and no shift. Yeah. But still, I mean. And the pitch clock. The pitch clock is going to be fucked up. That yeah. is going to. I'm not here. So we're going to get out of the game 20 minutes faster. Maybe. I'm not opposed to the pitch clock. I've seen some of these guys, it was this guy, I think Rincon was his name, he used to pitch for Cleveland. I mean, that son of a bitch, he'd stand out there, and it's like a minute and a half between pitches. It's like, come on. This don't, is stupid. Well, don't do the monster thing. Yeah, but you got Bo Diddley on our team, fires, fires, oh, yeah. fires, fires, gets the ball, fires back, you know. I mean, every pitcher has a different rhythm, so now you're going to say that the ones who take a little bit longer for rhythm, you can't have that. Okay, so how much does that impact him? And you just paid him $40 million, you know, but now he's got it for the first time in his life, first time ever in baseball. Hurry, 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 hurry. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, to the point where you should be able to go, okay, fastball, okay, pitch. You yeah. know, go into yeah. your crazy ass wind up and go. Don't do this thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Kimbrel. God damn. I mean, 
I appreciate that you want to get TV time, and everybody can recognize when you do this who it is. I just really wish, as Kimbrel's standing there all hunched over with his arms out, somebody would run up behind him and kick him right in the ass. Okay, because... Just because it's like it's there. Go, do it. <laughs> well, Kenny, guess what? They'll be in Detroit. You know, if you can, like, go over the, the fencing... <laughs> you know, and run onto the field, and nobody see you yeah, go all the way up to, yeah. you know. And if he doesn't see you, you know, if you're the kid in the uh, clubhouse and nobody's around, you sneak in to his locker and you grab his uh, his pants and right on the backside, you're like, "Kick me." <laughs> they still do that. Okay. Oh, uh, that'd be great. Talking about doing that. All right, so now we have a whole five minutes to squeeze in. Uh, the other fine teams in Detroit. You like those Pistons? They won a game the other night. Oh, man, that's three wins. Now they're on their way. Oh, yeah, they're hot. Now, now they dialed it in. Now they're all set. Yeah. You know, yeah, okay, great. And now you have your, your pick from three years ago hitting 16% from the stripe. 16%. 16%. I don't get the foreign player. Dear NBA, find me some foreign player that you guys are always in love with. There's three. They normally end with a V at the end of their name or a C at the end of their name. That's about it. There isn't anybody else. You cannot take. France is not a hot spot of NBA-style basketball. Not at all. And I don't care what league you play in. It's still a curiosity over there. Okay. Wow. So, not impressed. You know, I mean, guys, if anybody here wants to play defense, raise your hand. Otherwise, yeah. oh. we'll still have the 137 to 116 games, you know, and you're not going to win because people are, oh, my God. I mean, you, what do you, I don't understand the thought of that. It's just to run and gun and make the other team tired. Well, you're on the other end of 137. How the hell does a pro team give up 137? 137. Yeah, you remember the days of Rashid Wallace when the, the, you had the Pistons team here and they were keeping people under like 70 points a night. Yeah. And now you look Sheed. at this mess. Eesh. Yeah, well, it's more you get on Sports Center by scoring a triple double than you do doing a, a, you know, you really, somewhere, somebody's got to have a clone of Rodman, you know, or yeah. Prince. Because, I mean, both of those guys knew how to swat it away. Yep. And they weren't all huge either. They weren't seven-footers. They weren't Manute Bowles, you know, wherever he may be today besides being <laughs> on a commercial. No. You got your Red Wings, and you got your friends coming back in a couple of, of days. You know, I think Sunquist comes back. In, He's day-to-day. Yeah. And then you got Petuzzi. Yeah, coming back in a week, About I think. A week. Yeah, and Wallman, too. That'd be kind of cool to have Jake back, have and another defense person. But now, Zadina is out six to eight weeks, and we'll yeah. see if anyone notices. No, not at all. Not at all. But you know who you want to absolutely protect? Whoso. Oh, yeah. Oh, how much is St. Louis kicking themselves now? Yeah. Jesus, this kid is phenomenal. Not tonight. They're no. behind 2-1 to one to Montreal at the end of one period. Oh, big deal. Two goals by Hoffman, and the Red Wings goal by Zarnak. That kid's coming through, too. 
Who's in goal? Huso. Huso? Yeah. They must have put him out to dry. Well, it's only one period. Yeah. You know, but that's the period that we're entitled to. All right. Um, so we got that. Michigan State. Anything about that? Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, well, they won. They did win. You know, yeah. I mean, they beat Illinois. They're fighting a lion Boy, mark that one down, huh? Yeah, I mean, that was that's going to, like, just, you know, if you're on the bench and you're somewhere in Florida and you're thinking about coming here or FSU, ooh, that would, ooh, you'd be fighting a lion I'm in. <laughs> you know, sign me up. I'll go. How much money are you paying me? I'm in. Because Tucker likes to pay. Or somebody likes to pay up there. So... All right, so we got that, got that, got that, got that, got that. Anybody else we didn't get? Oh, yeah, Michigan. Oh, too bad, and our time is up and for yeah, today. Yeah, they, they went and beat Rutgers. Oh, wow, what an impressive win. Yeah, and they got two first-place votes in the coaches' poll. Yeah. Two. Wow. <laughs> One of them, and who else? Rutgers? All right. But in case you wanted to find out where Rutgers and everything else is, you can find us here on this crinkly piece of paper. Not that they have anything to do with crinkly. <laughs> now that she's worth more money now, now she can get, like, you know, more food. It's like, oh, look, it's it's uh, crinkly's house. Beep, beep, beep. What's that noise? Oh, that's a car backing up, a truck backing up with all the, the bratwurst, the Johnsonville brats. Beep, and the beep, Krispy beep. Kremes. And the oh, hell yeah, the Krispy <laughs> Kremes. You know, she just has like that whole face that says, well, I think it's just white. Anyways. <laughs> in your opinion. Yeah, in our opinion. Anyway, so you can go check us out over at uh, today if, if you're so good at Podbean. You know, or you can get us at Apple Podcasts or iTunes or TuneIn Radio or the Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, even though they screwed that thing all up lately. God damn. Uh, Overcast, Podcast, Castro, CastBox, uh, Player FM, etc., etc. Come by, say hi, stay late, come here early. Just want to say, too, it's election day, so it's 8 o'clock. If you haven't voted yet, you're out of luck. Hold your breath, man, for what goes on today. Whatever it is, if it's the folks that we don't like that win, remember, it's been rigged. Yeah. Either way, it's been rigged. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So anybody anybody that's not for us, anybody that we didn't vote for, it's rigged. It's rigged. Got that, that's yeah. kind of the new... Okay. The new normal. Yeah. yeah, but do we have to prove it? No, no we just have to no. go around and, and, because there's enough psychopath out there that would... Absolutely, with power that would say, yeah, it's true. All right. But what is true is that uh, come by next time. We're going to be here next week, and then we'll be making an announcement, I think, tomorrow, Wednesday, right? Of what's happening with CKW and uh, Detroit Sports Authorities. Whee! Hang on tight, kids. So, for the Super CPA Ken Pocket, myself, John Sarah, thanks a bunch for being here. Um,. As long as you can find the mouse, but <laughs> it's it may not be here somewhere, and I don't care. It's right but anyway, it's right under you. Right, don't run it over. Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> doing our own boards tonight. So, thanks a lot for being here, and we'll see you next week on the Detroit Sports Authorities. Bye. Bye.